0: Good morning, I'm Nyla Boodoo. We're here with you on a Saturday with the latest episode in our special series called Hard Truths, examining systemic racism in the US. Today, we're looking at the criminal justice system and specifically what happens when people of color make it out of that system and try to rebuild their lives. The second time Justin Cordova left prison was the first time it felt good
1: the moment you step out of there, it's just weight off your shoulders. So to walk out the gate completely, it's just like,
0: ah, that's what it feels like. It's ah. At least for the first night. It's the second night.
1: The second night when you're there alone and you start thinking about the responsibilities that's coming within the next week or two, you know, helping with bills and helping with the toilet paper that you are now using and the, the food that you're now eating, that's when things start to get real.
0: The first time he got out, five years earlier, he had a very different mindset.
1: So coming home to me was just like getting back to what I was doing when I first went to jail at 20. I was heavy into selling drugs. I was willing to do almost anything to make a dollar. I came from a single parent home and my mom was heavily me on drugs, so... I took care of myself. So it was whatever was going to feed me, clothe me.
0: Justin grew up in Harlem in New York City, and he's been in and out of prison since he was 19 years old. I talked to him over Zoom while he was staying at the Walcott Hotel in New York through a program called Exodus, which helps returning citizens transition to life after prison. Programs like Exodus weren't available to him when he first got out. That's what made it so easy for Justin to fall back into his old life.
1: As a young kid, Who's has a street mentality and you come home from doing your first time in jail, which was a year, your mentality, believe it or not, is, oh, well, I can go back to doing what I'm doing because I'm still young. If they do put me back in jail, I can still come home and still do the things that I wanted to
0: do. At 25 is when it hit me, was like, yo, you gotta change. That was his second time in prison. When he got out, this time, Justin wanted to find a job and rebuild a life outside the criminal justice system. But here's what he was up against. Formerly incarcerated Hispanic men like Justin have an unemployment rate of 27 percent. If you're a white man who's been incarcerated, that unemployment rate is 18 percent. If you're black, it's almost twice that, 35 percent. Economic stability is one of the biggest factors determining whether people stay out of prison. And keeping formerly incarcerated people out of the workforce can turn reentry into a punitive cycle.
2: We say someone should go to prison for 25 years, but then when they come home, we continue to punish them.
0: New York Secretary of State Rosanna Rosado has worked for 15 years to help formerly incarcerated people come back home. She's now the co-chair for the Council on Community Reentry and Rehabilitation of New Yorkers Returning from Prison.
2: We continue to deny them of rights. We continue to discriminate against them. And thereby, people think incarceration is forever. You know, there's a saying, they say felons are forever or felonies are forever.
0: Here's why that matters. People of color are disproportionately imprisoned in the U.S. Black Americans are incarcerated at five times the rate of white Americans. Hispanics are nearly twice as likely as white people to end up behind bars. If you
2: are recently released from prison in the last 10 years, you're likely to be a person of color. You're likely to have done an average of 25 to 30 years because, you know, in the war on drugs and in the law and order phase we came out of, people got tough sentences. Some people would say egregiously unjust sentences. And so you cannot underemphasize the the racial impact of those policies.
0: The so-called war on drugs of the 80s and 90s led to profoundly unequal arrests of Black and Latino people. Most of those arrests, around 80%, were simply for drug possession, not for sales. This is a big reason why reentry is harder for people of color. They're disproportionately represented in the criminal justice system and face longer sentences and harsher punishments, which can make the transition out of prison even harder. When we come back, what's changed for Justin now? Welcome back to our special Hard Truths episode. I'm Nyla Boodoo. The second time Justin Cordova got out of prison, he was able to find a job at a restaurant that his friend told him about. A lot of formerly incarcerated people get jobs through their own networks. But the kind of jobs they secure, race can be a factor. One study in Boston found that white men coming out of prison were more successful at finding full-time work through professional contacts like unions and former employers. But black and Latino men were more likely to find work through family and friends. And these were often jobs that paid less and were temporary. This is largely because white people tend to have more access to these professional networks. And there isn't as much a stigma attached to their criminal record as there is for people of color. Secretary Rosado says that's one of the things people misunderstand the most about the criminal justice system. Even people with college degrees, people who are qualified for a lot of jobs, just keep getting rejected because of their past.
2: First thing, you know, that comes up in the background check is going to be criminal record. And my criminal record, it'll say it'll say arrest or incarceration. It won't say what. Right. And so now his next conversation is going to be with some H.R. person who says, you know, like, what did you do <laughs> or does some further digging? Or it's an automatic strike. You know, it's like, yeah, we're not hiring anybody
0: with a record. Something similar just happened to Justin. I just went through a situation
1: where I was hired, given an identification card for a company. And then they did a background check and then decided to fire me.
0: So hold on a second. Were you connected to this job through Exodus? Yes. So they knew that you were a returning citizen. Yes. You were hired for the job. Yes. Then they did a criminal background check and told you you're fired?
1: Yes. They didn't say, well, you're fired, but they said that they were having discrepancies hiring me because of my background.
0: Justin has now been out for about three months after 45 days at Rikers Island on a parole violation. Before that, he'd been out for about three years. In those three years, he's been working a lot of cleaning and maintenance jobs, mostly low-paying, temporary work. Now, he's trying to transition into something long-term and build a career.
1: I have a lot of experience in customer service. So I'm trying to find something that's more customer service-based as opposed to our restaurants or maintenance or stuff that most people, when we come home, that's just what we're, we're drawn to because it's the easiest thing to grasp. So I'm actually trying to either get a class or just something that will certify me to talk to people that are coming home and let them know that different avenues that they can take and to just stay positive. Cause I've had a rough road since I've been home these three years, but the positivity is at an all time high and the motivation is at an all time high. And I feel like some people need that inspirational talk and stay positive, stay focused.
0: The stakes are high for Justin now. His girlfriend is pregnant and he'll be a dad soon, but he's still looking for work.
1: In and out of jail at 31. What what do I have right now at 31 is what drives me to stay motivated and stay positive. At 31, I feel like, in my opinion, a man should have his roadway to his career. He should have his foundation of a family. I don't have any of those things. And those are the things that I should have been working on years ago. So the fact that I'm just working on it now is the things that drive me to change and drive me to stay changed.
0: It's easy to lose sight of the fact that 90% of people who go to prison do come home and have to reenter society. That's why Secretary Rosado is hoping that calls to reform the criminal justice system, which got louder after George Floyd's murder, will also help people of color who are exiting that system.
2: We're a society that has been in such a kind of like a law and order war on drugs mindset for such a long time that it seems hard for us to change. I think, you know, we're headed in a different direction after the events of 2020. And I think that, you know, that that is a good thing, right? That we're headed in a direction that says, yeah, these systems aren't working. Let's fix them. (laughs)
0: Axios Today is brought to you by Axios and Pushkin Industries. This special Hard Truths episode was produced by Nuria Marquez Martinez and Alexandra Boti. Ginny Montalvo is our sound engineer. Special thanks to Axios Executive Editor Sarah K. Helani Gu, Hard Truths Editor Michelle Salcedo, and Executive Producer Dan Bobkoff. We've got so much more about many other aspects of systemic racism in the criminal justice system, which you can read at axios.com. And we always love to hear what you think. You can email us at podcasts at axios.com or find me on Twitter at Nylabudu. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And we're back with the news on Monday.